0: I am Sam Half. I am Frankie G. Hello and welcome back to Stolen Valar, a Rings of Power recap uh, podcast. And we are certainly trying to speed through uh, and catch <laughs> up. <laughs> because as of now, so the close. sixth episode has come out. Right. And the seventh one comes out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully we can get through episodes five and six today. I'm not. I think we No can. guarantees. But if we can do this, then we will be almost fully caught up. Uh huh. <laughs> then we'll just be behind one, which is I feel like you have to be behind one as a recap yeah, podcast because sort of it's not a prediction yeah. podcast.
1: <laughs> it's inherent. Although, you know, maybe we should have started a Rings of Power prediction podcast where where we wrote our own parallel version of the show. Yeah. Just seemed... Yeah.
0: Although, uh, I think we were talking about an Orcish diner last time, so yes. I think well, uh, it would have yeah. come out very different. <laughs>
1: A lot of orcish labor talk, which is which is yeah. which is not which is not going to stop. It, it, it it's it's a continued theme of the show, and here in episode five, uh, we get well, it it, it opens with one of my favorite scenes. Um, they're uh, the uh, the the they're having a sort of proto Eleven uh, with <laughs> with the stranger, hmm. uh, discussing uh Harfoot culture, and then we get singing and a map. Yes, I mean, how, how do you not love that?
0: You got to love singing. You got to love a map. map Um, And and I I was a little surprised that we got the kind of Indiana Jones of of it all. But (laughs) uh, it also was very informative because it let us know regionally more of where we were uh, in Middle Earth. But it also seemed like a tremendous amount of space traversed.
1: Quite a wandering day. Yeah,
0: it is. Yeah, it was. It's. (laughs) I I would liken the amount of distance traveled by the Harfoots in this montage to like the full amount of uh Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas while chasing down the uruk I mean, this is, yeah. this was quite a trek.
1: Really trucking. And it, yeah. it sort of makes you wonder exactly how much time has passed now. And there's, a, a, episode six also introduces some like a, a little bit of time questions, but I, I I think they showed everyone witnessing the meteor, which which kind of sets like a, a you know a a, a timer. But yes. then all the plots seem to be taking a little bit of their own kind of flexible time through it. Yeah, which, that's which, true. Which which is fine. You know, I I don't I don't like this recent trend of TV shows where they're like uh time is like oh it's like you know like they, they they like try to trick you with time. I feel like this. Yeah, is more yeah, just- yeah. And I don't think this is trying to do that. No. They're they're sort of letting each story take its time and then weaving them together where they yes. where they need to.
0: Although where that will get interesting is mm-hmm. once the very, very real time out on and Bronwyn story yes. starts to coincide with the much, much less real time Galadriel thread. So Yeah, that um, was interesting. Well, it, then... is, it is interesting that they are trying to to bring the timelines back together, but but Right. For this episode, at least, the timelines are still very still, separate,
1: st- still separate. And also at at the tail end of the singing map stranger scene, we get a very weird scene of some really cool weird characters. Uh, Eminem and his and and his backup singers. <laughs> yeah, guess who's back? Ba ba ba. And and you know, I I had kind of abandoned my man in the moon theory, but. They do a match cut where he's looking up at the moon, and then they show him in the crater. That and then is they true. Investigate the crater, so you know that maybe is they're... very true. <laughs> a little bit of hope for me and the I assume three other people hoping yes. it's man in the moon. <laughs> what my favorite
0: component of Eminem and his two friends is <laughs> that it creates a brand new open question, which is who is yes. this guy? Right. Um. My. I, I've looked all over to see what people are saying. My favorite theory is that uh-huh. if they're moving the uh, all the wizards and uh-huh. their arrivals, my favorite theory is that this is a young Saruman.
1: That's what I, I was going to say, because he's the one who's like gung-ho about it. And, and Gandalf's like, I don't want to go. <laughs> and he kind of yeah, gets pushed yeah. into it. But yeah, exactly. like Saruman shows up first. And this would establish that Saruman does have kind of a weak spot for halflings, that, that he gives up later. But you know he's 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 very interested in craft and power, and it would be interesting to see what sort of makes him you know turn to a mind of metal and wheels, especially if he's being essentially raised by the halflings. You know, not oh oh uh, sorry
0: I I mean I mean the I mean the blonde boy being sorry.
1: Oh oh whoa yeah okay whoa that's a whole yes. yeah whoa. which was an interesting prediction.
0: Because he comes, I he's I the like first that. person that we see clothed in white robes. Right. And at this obviously Saruman, Saruman is Saruman sent the as the white. Um, and obviously oh. our stranger is clad in gray. He's wow. wearing gray rags.
1: Okay, yeah, so yeah. So yeah.
0: I really do like that idea. Um I and, like that idea. and wow. here's what's nuts. I'll have to watch the scene again. Or do you have it, do you have it up? I have it up, yeah. I have it up. Can you check if the people with potential Saruman are wearing dark blue robes because those could be our blue, um, our blue wizards
1: no so one is in like armor like like white like whitish gray armor not not unlike well it's it's like some kind of weird male they've invented but she she doesn't seem to have elf ears okay um and then the uh, the other lady is in like a sort of like warrior wimple i don't know how else to describe it (laughs) it's it's like a uh with and she's it's it's like gray gray white and she's holding a shield
0: okay so it seems like whatever this white robed figure (laughs) whoever this white robed figure is these people seem like just kind of their
1: entourage yeah and and uh... I shall say it is the first person I think we see with a staff, which, which is a, also a, true. A, a, very a core tool. of a wizard wizarding. In the wizarding. Okay. This, Oh, that high. Oh, I love that. You know, I, I, I am not a big fan of moving the wizards up, but if this is Saruman, that's a very cool way to do it. That, that, and it's it, a, a like really great way
0: to differentiate. Yeah. The kind of like immediate, like starts kind of old and fuddy duddy Gandalf. Right, from right, right. the like, cunning and a- ambitious and cunning yeah. young Saruman.
1: I like that a lot. Oh man. That's that would uh, be really interesting. I hadn't even thought of that. You know, I was I I was thinking that maybe they were either either Sauron cultists or like or just uh priests of the of, of the Valar who are aware that they're that these messengers are being sent and they're like trying to hunt them down to help them out.
0: Yeah. I, I remember back when this blonde this exact shot of the blonde Yes. Boy, Showed up in the teasers for the show. Everyone was assuming that that, that was Sauron. It was
1: Sauron, yeah.
0: Which yeah, it I, still could be. Could be, could be. But pretty, still pretty sure that's Hal Brandon and that this is going to be yet another red herring like Adar.
1: Yeah. Um. But then right after that, we cut to Adar staring longingly slash annoyedly at the sun. <laughs> yes which is just a great shot of him (laughs) like and we find out later that he has a feud with the sun so it's very funny to just the shot of him just staring at it almost like i'm gonna (laughs) kind of pissed (laughs) your your days are numbered
0: uh and and again loving the adar content yeah really great great stuff the adar has become i think by the point at which we are now which is we are Chronologically, recording this after seeing episode six,
1: right. he may be my favorite character currently. He's, I mean, she's definitely up there. I mean, it, it, for me, it's still Elrond, Durin, Disa. Of uh, course, of course. Oh my uh, god, Durin! And outside Disa. of them, uh, Adar, the power certainly. couple, <laughs> the power throuple almost. At this yeah, point. that's true. That's um, true. But but here we see that Adar has a grand plan, which is to blot out the sun and and we get a
0: sense as well that you know we were told i believe in the previous episode that the little sword hilt is a key of some kind we need the sword yeah presumably the sword has something to do with that plan
1: right and he's like all right some of the things we're gonna take the tower take the sword and then it's on to the sun which is you know which 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 sounds kind of silly until you recall that uh in fact that two other times this has been successfully done. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) The sun and the moon are the third set of lights because the first two have been destroyed. So it's not crazy to to just go for the hat trick.
0: There were lamps. There were trees. Now there's a sun, but, but uh, yeah, these, these heliotropic bodies are not long for this world in, uh, in
1: Lord of the Rings canon. Yeah. Just, just, just can't seem to keep the planet lit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh yeah that, that 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 that's a great little scene that and that's a great ambitious plot it, if if you had asked me what is the villain's plot in Rings of Power I never would have guessed uh stop the sun <laughs> I never and, would have guessed and, that would you know that.
0: I think when when it ties back to I think maybe it was episode 3 where Adar talks about becoming yeah. a god. Right. The yes. idea that you know like it is only gods in the past that have been able to yeah. steal the light away. So yeah. I think that could
1: be what adar means yeah i i i think that's that's absolutely it yeah <clears throat> and then we jump from someone who wants to blow out the sun to people who uh want to just not die <laughs> yeah uh we're back to out on and, and and there is with the various they're not really refugees i i guess some of them are but they're they're all huddled in the tower trying to decide what to do and the cultist is like, what if we teamed up with the orcs? And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You crazy. And then there's a
0: large defection of men. Right. Because um, if there's one thing <laughs> if there's one thing Tolkien content likes to do, it's to say like, you are Weak in your yeah, bloodline, you and then actually prove that correct. Yeah. Um, See, I told <laughs> Tolkien you. Tolkien is correct. in many ways kind of a uh, a a bloodline prescriptivist, where like, well, cool, yeah, it, I mean, yeah. It, well, is it?
1: <laughs> yeah. He lets people pick between. You, you're like, look, you can't really be half elf. You have to pick. Like, like, okay, all yeah. right, Tolkien, whatever. And uh, in fact, so then...
0: I would say the the. One example, perhaps, uh, of of a bloodline in Tolkien that is sort of ruined is is Denethor. Because Denethor yeah. in his introduction is described as being right. highly westerness or or, you know, right. very purely Numenorian. Um, but he's all addled by Palantir, so yep. he uh he betrays the nobility of his blood.
1: He gets hooked on radio and falls apart. <laughs> that's you know they gave him the internet and it <laughs> fucked him up. Spending all day on on rule thirty four of Sauron, like Denethor, please, <laughs> yeah, come he's away just, from he's, there. If that's what you hang out on 4chan long enough, and
0: you will burn your family alive <laughs> <laughs> and eat
1: tomatoes like a freak. True, yeah, yeah, you'll love tomatoes, hate your family. Those are yeah. the two things. But so they all leave, and this 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 episode's called Partings. So a bunch of the men depart for. What I can only i mean, it just it just feels doomed. Like there's no way this is gonna turn out good that they're leaving to go team up yeah. with the orcs. And
0: it it is very funny too that at the end of the defection a guy's like, We love you, Sauron. And Adar is <laughs> like, Who
1: the fuck do you whoa, you love like? And like yeah. I I get why he hates Sauron. We, we 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 he he explains at length why in six, but you know, it's pretty obvious why. Like it, yeah. it's obvious from the jump that he does would not like Sauron. At all, <laughs> Soundwave right. just uses orcs as disposable fodder. Of course, you'd hate them. Yes, he is orc father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's been he's been killing my kids for for what and for yeah. what. Yeah, it's what like done it's to like, my boy. It's like uh,
0: what is it? Waldrag is that the name of the yeah innkeeper yeah. guy? It's like he walked into uh, like an Amazon fulfillment center and he's like, "Don't we love Jeff Bezos?" <laughs> yeah, Bezos,
1: and he's like, "Shit." <laughs> <"Whew." laughs> come here kill this guy or shut up like yeah Uh, and then we jump back to numenor and they're they're all getting ready for their big expedition to the middle i mean middle earth uh setting out (laughs) to rescue the region from itself yes um uh and for me the most interest the most interesting thing here is the stuff with Farazan and his son where he's explaining like don't you get what I'm doing here, you moron?
0: Well, and and what al is doing is, again, very, you know, Sauron-pilled, which is like you help them <laughs> yeah. master something and then you are their master. Right. And so he's like, if we can prove to the men of Middle-earth that we are the Ubermensch, then right. they will follow us if we try to fight the elves
1: well yeah, and he's like, he's like, or the look, gods, or yeah. whoever. Forests, trade, tribute. I'd be a moron to shut this down. <laughs> yeah, really it was. He,
0: he truly. It's a very good fellas moment.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's also like it. Yeah, that's. He's uh, like, it's you know, the
0: fucking money, stupid. Like he's.
1: <laughs> they're really they're, kind of they're a gangster. Making they're making our Fetterzone sensible, which I didn't think you could do <laughs> like, yeah, that's to me, true. he's always the like psycho King who just, well, I, I gotta, I gotta kill heaven. But now it's like, Oh no, there's actually a reasonable way to get to that point.
0: Yeah. He's actually just a social climber. And eventually right. he climbs so high that the yeah. next rung <laughs> there's is nowhere
1: less, there's nowhere left yeah. to go. <laughs>
0: uh, and then there's some stuff with, Oh, the, also, the how- yeah. Can, can we just, can we talk about the, the table, isn't that oh. in this episode, or is that in the next one?
1: Uh, it it is. It's 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 a, a bit later because we uh, there's some stuff with Halbrand and Galadriel that I honestly right, just right, don't right. remember, and I didn't wasn't that important to me because it was. Well, there's of Gal- Galadriel
0: does her you know like test of martial skill oh, against that that against was the Numenoreans. That was she's great. She's beating she, them all. She's beating them up, and and correctly saying like you are not like you guys might be Numenorians, but you're yeah. not stronger than yeah. orcs. Right. Orcs, you know, like the orcs are gonna be way stronger and more brutal than you. Yeah. So just outmaneuver them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh which, which and it it was great to show, like, you know, we've been kind of talking about how like, you know, the elves are supposed to be like kind of superheroes, and so were the Numenorians, and it was great to see her be like, Look, I'm still an elf. I'm still like and like she was only doing it at like half speed, really. Like, oh yeah with, with these guys. Yeah, I it, mean, it, it, and it's, it's like great. as
0: far as elves go, um, Tolkien is very clear about Galadriel's ability among even right. them. So right. like in fact, in fact, I wanted to bring this up here because I know this has been such a point of of complaint mm-hmm. with um so many of the fans of the show uh being like, ah, "Why is Galadriel so powerful?" <laughs> um there is let me find it here. There was a moment in uh uh, here we go. Here we go. Um, she is in a passage described as the mightiest elf mm-hmm. in Middle Earth at the time of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So oh, yeah, but mightiest yeah is mightiest. That's that's not like wisest, which no. she still is, or you know most spiritually pa- mightiest. Mm-hmm. That is a very Specific word, yeah. Um, she is mighty, uh, and and so like again, really just can kick anyone's
1: ass. And I liked that, you know. I, I will say, in some other fancy shows, when they say mighty, they just mean like he's really big and he hits hard. But I like that they sh- that they showed her like, no, she's graceful and and uh, yes, and 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 clever in her tactics. It was great. Oh,
0: absolutely. And uh, you know, I think. What's great about it, what's great about Galadriel being so, as canonically accurate, OP, (laughs) is that it gives her the Superman problem, which is, if you are incredibly strong and nigh invulnerable and super fast, and if, if you are so far above people physically... The obstacles you're going to face are going to be mental and emotional ones. And boy, does she have a couple
1: of those. Oh, boy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I I think it's in, it's great that, that we're seeing Galadriel face off against the Superman yeah.
1: problem. And uh, and something I think it was subtle that I noticed was I I don't think I had seen her smile quite as big in the show until that fight. Well, she, and the, she and like, the horse. She like looked her happiest during the fight. And I was like, that's a great. Yes. Can't forget that horse, though. Too. <laughs> yeah, okay. The horse and the fighting, yeah. Um, but the, but then we, we, we uh, jump back to the hobbits and a bunch of the hobbits are like, dude, this stranger, like he's he sucks. This we dude's should get fucking rid of him. Weird. He's awful, he, he he nearly killed that guy. And then immediately works come and he like blows them away and they're like, All right, I guess you can hang out. And he kind of
0: like uh uh Thanos gauntlet melts his arm yes so. that
1: was interesting like like the, it, there's some some cost or maybe he it, well and you know we saw the cost before with the fireflies which they directly address of like i'm dangerous she's like no that was a one-off right. thing and, he, then he, and like, in that case like arm. he
0: pays the the price of that power with his own blood right in this attempt
1: yes and then but and then he's healing himself and i love that it was a simple of like i was burned so i'm going to use cooling magic and i uh I caught some of the words and I think it was like, it was like real. I think it was Quenya of like cooling. There, there's some word that I I, I I can't, I can't, I can't, I, can't I, I didn't write it down. I don't know why I didn't write it down. And
0: I think what the, and, and I don't think they're having him for the most part when he speaks that sort of primordial language, there is a language that is supposed yeah. to exist that Tolkien doesn't go into too much. That is like a proto Quenya that was spoken in, in uh, Valinor. Right, I'm, um, I'm sure that's would, and he's that meaning. has to be the thing that they're having him speak here. Right, which is, um, you know, it it is the sort of the Aramaic to to the <laughs> Arabic of yeah.
1: Konya. <laughs> yeah, and then he's, but then he he heals himself, but the, our our little Hobbit friend is touching him, and she gets he doesn't notice her. He's like wrapped up in his spell. Right, she he's he's like mentally
0: tethering to Valinor, probably.
1: Yeah, or 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 just just channeling so much power, they just not even like paying attention. Yeah, which is another like comment on power, right? Like the like collateral damage of ultimate power,
0: and a, um, and a comment on you know halflings too is like it's you know you they are the creatures that can walk into you know Smaug's mm, domain right. without you know setting off an alarm bell. Like they are so they are the moss on the rock of yeah, Earth, and, you know and, like and that's
1: they. I love I love that they made the Harfoots like hiding is their whole deal. I that, I was like that that that's great. You know, that Yeah, and they've
0: stuff. got all the like leaves and bush stuff in their clothes mm-hmm. and hair so that they can just kind of ball up and be shrubs.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's great. And speaking yeah. of great culture characterization, we go right from that to my favorite thread. Oh, <laughs> I know. The elves and the dwarves, and we're at the big table. Uh and endurance and, and power move
0: with the oh, table. So good. Oh, so great. And it's like, it's so unnecessary. Right. And that makes it so fun. <laughs> you know, the fact that, like, Durin absolutely doesn't need to do that. But he nope. needs, when he's at the table with these elves who think they are hot shit and mm-hmm. are, like, the, the people who believe like this world was made for them. And to a degree it was
1: sure. But
0: uh, being able to kind of take back power by yes. saying like, you need to show me
1: respect by right. giving me this special this table, table. <laughs> which we find out is just a table that <laughs> Gee, it's Deesa just needed... a normal table. <laughs> Disa just needed a table, but, but the elves so much don't know about Dwar- like, well, that, uh, I would say that Gil, Gil Gallad doesn't know, right? Yes. And, and I'm sure well, really Elrond, only knew, but Elrond like, does, but like Elrond here is trying to play both sides and he's watching Caleb Gil Ribbon Gallad doesn't know. I mean, no, oh, I no, think Elrond is probably is the only elf. That yeah, knows. he's the only one who's, who's been paying attention. Also love that we've never seen Gil Gallad take off his damn golden laurels. The dude loves like so in love with himself. He's, he has to be always wearing the golden laurels that I'm sure oh, he yeah. gave to himself.
0: Yes. Again, I love I love the through line in all of the on screen Tolkien content that elven kings are just vain pieces of shit. Yeah, they really, you know, when you find people who are like the elves themselves are already so pompous mm-hmm. and then you find the most pompous of the elves, <laughs> right. they are just so insufferable. deeply insufferable
1: and um, th- this is a, you mentioned p- pieces of shit this is a side note but i loved uh when doran mentioned that it 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 takes elves weeks just 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 to, just to decide to take a shit That's the elf poop theory confirmed yes that's true <laughs> elves do poop now we know elves do poop
0: um <laughs> but they do it by committee um, <laughs> yeah and we and we also get our moment um where we talk about the elves withering and dying away. Yes. It is, is... you know, the only way to save the elves is with Mithril, which doesn't come from anywhere in the Tolkien, you know, lexicon. Right. It's just some,
1: some, some, some deep silver.
0: I, I have a sense that this is not, that this was not made up for the show, but it was made up to be made up in the show. As in, I think this is not
1: true. Oh, you think so? Oh, I think it's absolutely, In fact,
0: I think whatever poison exists in the trees of the elves, I think maybe is a plant or like a Sauron or Morgoth. Oh,
1: interesting. Well, I think it exists
0: to incite the fear that will cause the Mm -hmm. elves to make the deals that will give Sauron the upper hand.
1: That I mean that 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 would be an extremely Sauron very on brand. Um, but whether or not it's true i thought the story the 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 way it was done it was gorgeous the the like bout ba- the the balrog and the elf fighting over the tree and that's what makes mithril it was so beautifully oh, shot oh yeah
0: oh absolutely no i mean i think i think that is the mithril backstory really really cool really cool i i just don't think the poison is real
1: oh the po- oh okay i, I got gotcha, you the gotcha. like
0: poison of the elven yeah. trees and the the like the rot I think the rot does not come from oh we are getting further away from the light of the silmarils because oh. the diminish I mean the diminishing of the elves is something that occurs from basically from the moment they get to middle right. earth as soon as they step to off, the they moment they dying. leave yeah and there isn't
1: one big kind of turning point of the of the elves um uh, and this, this this is another small note but on, on the uh, creature design front it is mostly the movie balrog but i like that they made the wings ambiguous (laughs) because in the movie it has like definite leathery wings this one moves them more back to the like it it says like wings of shadow or like wings of of shadow or wings of flame and this i i you know i I like that they're you know trying to anchor the general audience to, to the movies a bit here and there but while sort of bringing things back to a more uh, Tolkien-y place I think Right, because Balrogs, you
0: know, for for those of our listeners who are not, like, deeply steeped in Tolkien stuff, Balrogs are Maya, the same mm-hmm. as the wizards, yep. the same as Sauron. They are just angels. They're, you know, they're bad angels, yeah, but right. they're, you know, they are angels. So, and, and, and Tolkien's angels are not winged. Um right. so the uh, this has been a long point of debate about Peter Jackson's film the right. the conception the visual conception of a balrog as a winged devil um and I think the consensus which is really reinforced here um and the consensus among the the Tolkien dork crowd <laughs> is that uh we feel like the wings are an au- an aura as opposed to mm. a physical You know, like a like a physical wing, attached with bone and
1: sinew,
0: right. And so we've got we've got we've got aura wings
1: confirmed. (laughs) Aura wings confirmed. A lot of a lot of confirmations in this episode. Yeah. Um, And then we 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 zap back to Numenor. There's a little bit of terrorism. They decide Yeah, to keep again, going anyway.
0: <laughs> very confused by the existence of Kemen and what he's doing other than, yeah, I don't really... you know, being a he, he so far of all the characters is the one who I'm like, you are uh, just a tool for plot motion. Yeah, um, where it's like, oh, through that, we can see Alfarazan's inner thoughts or through this scene, we get an excuse to make Isildur look virtuous before everyone leaves.
1: Right, which I guess is what we're doing. But uh, again, as we noted last week, it's kind of hard for me to care about Isildur's journey <laughs> yeah. of virtue because
0: right, every every the subtext of every line is the no, and then being tackled off a horse by an orc. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's after every yeah. line in this show. I think he should yeah. be tackled off a horse with an orc. <laughs> that that, that
1: would be very funny. Yeah, that's uh, the. If but I want Zucker to go to the brothers sea org. made this. Sea org. <laughs>
0: did I just call it the Sea Org? Yeah. You I did. think I did.
1: <laughs> this, this podcast is, is not to you by Scientology.
0: Numenor, yeah. That's when Numenor turned away from the elves. They turned to Scientology.
1: <laughs> well, see, the the Sauron taught them that the elves are all psychiatrists. That's what's yes. really happening. Al
0: Farazon, okay, hold on. <laughs> the the hot take here of Al-Farazon. <laughs> As uh, what's his name? The Scientology guy, uh, uh L. Al- Ron Hubbard.
1: <laughs> Alron Ron Hubbard is that where he's? Saying? Yes, Alron Ron Hubbard is on. <laughs>
0: uh, I I'm kind of fully on board with that take. You could very easily take. Those are Thetans. Yeah, I I think you could very easily take the Paul Anderson movie, um, <laughs> and uh, The Master, and make it about <laughs> Al Farazan.
1: you know what you're not wrong and maybe maybe that's our next podcast uh, after this
0: (laughs) it just it just ends with um isildur's dopey friend like (laughs) humping a sandcastle for those of you who haven't seen the movie the master it starts and ends with joaquin phoenix having sex with a sandcastle that i i don't i uh, that sounds like i'm making it up i'm aware of that i am not (laughs)
1: Uh, no, yeah, uh, I can confirm he's not making it up. Yeah, it's a movie about humping a sandcastle. Uh, but then we <laughs> we we flash back a bit to the the tower situation. It's night. They're they're looking at this this weird this weird uh, uh, monument to Sauron. It's like in the in the tower, and they're like, "What yes. is this sword? A literal key?" <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's fine. Some chatter about men and elves. Um. And they're like just a lot of like worry before a battle. And then yes. Adar shows and up also and, and they're very, chanting. Very
0: funny, I should say. That oh yes, we get some orcish chanting in terms yeah. of song that we get. What is the <laughs> yeah. word? they're chanting one word? Nampot, over over nampot, which
1: which I think just means march.
0: Oh, okay. So it's, well, just, it's
1: just like a very simple marching song. Yeah, I think. it's kind of oh, there, no, hi, death, ho, death. hi ho. It's Sorry. off to work we go. Death. Oh, it's death. Oh, okay. Death Death <laughs> uh that's a little
0: that's a little less uh
1: <laughs> on my massacring day
0: um and and I will say like uh it is a little ironic that um you've got these humans who are like this fight is pointless yeah right we're going to work for an elf let's uh, go work for that
1: elf uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a commentary on capitalism huh. Yeah. It's <laughs> always a you're always working for a, a billionaire somehow if you are Yes, it's true. There's no getting away. You
0: just you just got to pick no which getting one. Away.
1: And then um we uh Elrond figures out that Durin made it up and he he and then Elrond trusts him back with 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 his own secrets that he's learned. Yes. They, they, they're, they're now deeply bonded. Where he's like,
0: Durin, will you save all of yeah. Elvin help me
1: um and i I really hope that he does not betray him to his father that 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 would be a bummer it would be a bummer, but he
0: and his dad actually have a pretty good relationship, yeah um,
1: true.
0: so you know all of the healthiest in my opinion healthiest relationships we've seen so far have been amongst the dwarves, yeah um And so, you know, it could be a situation, could be a situation where he's like, "My dad's my best friend. I like, yeah. I, I talk to him every day." You know? Yeah. Hopefully. Well, it
1: was and Elrond told him to because you know you never know when your dad might go to space. So you should talk to him now. Exactly. Um, but the, the 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 scene was soured because at the end we see that Gil Gallad is doing just like elron did. He's he's been spying on them the whole time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm very I'm very tense about where that will go in I assume yes. episode seven. And, then... and,
0: you know, uh, in, in contrast to Gilgalad I will say we see in that section of the episode, we also see Celebrimbor apologize yes. for misleading Elrond. Caleb Rimbor seems much more well-meaning than Gilgamesh. I don't, well, but
1: I don't, it, in, the, in well, the last episode, in the con, last episode, he's like-
0: Contextualized in what ends up happening, maybe sure. not. Sure, but,
1: well, but but remember, in the last one, he's like, oh, it's crazy, you know, about your dad. He's like, like, out of nowhere, like, oh, isn't that wild that your dad is in space and he told me that you're going to be important? Like, that that felt very it is manipulative, manipulative to me. Yeah. So I don't know if I trust the apology it could, Yeah, here. it could be
0: more manipulativeness just it's, to be like, hey- Sorry for manipulating you before, but you can yeah. trust me all the way now.
1: Yeah, but it's really important that we make these rings. Yeah, um, and of course the, the rings are what end up arresting the decay. Uh, and so it was it was interesting to see that set up here without yes. it being explicit. like no one has said rings yet, really. <laughs> yeah, even though that's what the show is supposed to be about, I guess. Uh, and so so I, but so I'm again, I I up.
0: again I am very convinced. That the decay itself is a is, setup. Is, is a plot, yeah. Is a setup that, that, to create the fear that will create the rings. Will
1: necessitate the rings. Yeah. And then um, Halbrand
0: looks the at the The rings a little, are Couch. a solution in search of a problem. And I think <laughs> so Sauron, whatever Sauron is doing now, he's, he's, he's peppering these problems all over so <laughs> Saur- that he can use
1: the rings as a solution. <laughs> Sauron is pushing crypto all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Halbrand takes his little pouch. Do we know what's in the pouch, or is it just no? Nor no, okay. do we know
0: much about the actual insignia itself, other than right. it means
1: Halbrand is a king. King? Question mark. And then yeah. they they leave in in a um happy echo, I think, of the scene in Return of the King where the like Gondorian soldiers go out for their suicide mission. Yeah, yeah. They're they're like marching out to what they assume will be a triumph, despite the mild terrorism. And they and they they set sail and every, uh, uh Isildur and his pals have, have all gotten their wish they're all they all get to be little little soldiers on the boat, and everyone is just so in awe oh, I forgot earlier we we forgot to mention I love that everyone applauded when Galadriel <laughs> beat up the guys that was just very funny like oh, she's yeah. so graceful that you can't help but clap when you see her do things yeah, everyone's she like steps damn. on the ship she did, in she golden did kick light." golden light bathed set, set sail and we're out we're good boom end of episode part of
0: episode heading
1: to middle earth everyone's excited for their little military adventure uh I yeah i i, I liked it I, I uh from a tv writing standpoint it's crazy how much got done in this episode like as far as advancing all the, all the threads
0: yeah this i mean and that's the thing like this this episode was a hundred percent set up
1: Yes. And yes.
0: very dense in that way.
1: Right. There's, there's a lot going on, but I think it does a great job of keeping it clear. All the shots were well lit for TV. <laughs> Nothing was too dark. See? Also true. Also very <laughs> Which true. Which is a consistent now problem across two different Game of Thrones series. <laughs> folks, yes. folks, not not to tell the, the color editors how to do their job, but watch, watch your output on your phone. <laughs> See yeah. if it works just yeah. check
0: <laughs> just check yeah watch the show on your phone and if you can't tell what's just going check. on a lot of people that's how do, a lot of people watch a things pass
1: yep yeah just do not everyone's gonna watch things lighting. in like a beautiful hbo screening room you know um because i do so much video and like photoshop and stuff i i looked at getting a like calibrated monitor it's mm-hmm. several thousand dollars it's insane it's so much money to get a like color editor and like yikes So it's like, oh, you're editing on something that costs several months of rent for most people. Like, oh, okay. Well, Well, it's almost like, well, you should
0: just you should just be editing this on a MacBook because that's how most (laughs) people are going to watch it. Yeah.
1: Check it. You know, check it.
0: That is. And that is the thing we say in music, by the way, is like Mm. you should if before your track is done, listen to it on a cell phone. Oh, then you'll know if the track is done because I, it could sound incredible out of your, you know, $2000 right. monitors, but that doesn't really matter because you're the <laughs> only person in the world who's going to listen to it like that.
1: I've also heard of a uh, like in the car test where like you should you should listen to it while you're driving just to yeah. see if it's Yeah.
0: Although going I well. mean I think that that's more for a specific kind of music oh. because I don't think you know, I don't think Nora Jones finishes an album and is like, all right, let's go 80 miles an hour down the freeway and blast some You've
1: never been coffee Nora shop Jones, singer-songwriter. Heading down the 101, yeah. looking out looking out to the sea is, uh, yeah, I, I'm I wanna, like a bird, I want to fly away.
0: <laughs> I would love to just be at a... At a stop, a stoplight with someone, and lock eyes, <laughs> rev my engine, and then lower my windows, and then they just hear. Oh, waited till I saw the sun. Don't know why I didn't come.
1: Uh, anyway, um, thanks what for is listening. She up to nowadays, well, uh, yeah. uh, who knows? Someone, listener, uh, Nora, if you're listening, reach out. Check Our it. most
0: loyal listener, Nora Jones. <laughs> Who is, folks, by the way, uh, a stealth uh, nepo baby. Her dad is Ravi Shankar.
1: Yes, Rob, yes, yep. There's a, a lot of those Stealth out nepo there. baby. A lot of those out there. Yeah. Um, but I'm not one. I've been Frankie G. Catch me at Wizworld, twitch.tv slash Wizworld Live every Friday. Wizworld Live all over the socials. There's stuff coming out all the time. Sam? And
0: I am Sam Haft. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at sam haft or find me on tiktok at fun comfortable thank you so much for listening and we will see you. you in episode six
1: which which you can listen to right now